Hello, welcome to the first of a GCSE Business Studies podcast recorded by Mr Pierce that will help you hopefully uh, through your GCSE exams um, in Business Studies. Um, so I wanted to, I'm going to go through the various different elements of the GCSE course in terms of subject area bit by bit. But the first thing I wanted to do was to go through the exam structure and what you'll actually be facing uh, at GCSE. So after studying business studies for three years from year nine to year 11, you're going to be faced and judged on two exams uh, in the summer at the end of year 11. So nothing else that you've done will come into it. You'll be looking at just these two exams. Both exams will last for one hour and 45 minutes. So we will in November um, either be doing, depending on when you listen to it, or have done um, a PPE. So we would have done a full practice of uh, one hour and 45 minutes of the exam. So you'll, you'll get an understanding of what it takes, that your hand will hurt when you're writing, that you're practicing in time conditions. Um, but last year, which was the first year of the exam paper, the new style exam paper that was set at uh, the exam board don't seem to think that running out of time is a particular problem. So you should be able to uh, answer the questions all in the su- sufficient time without really rushing at the end. Um, so as I said, you've got two exams that are one hour and 45 minutes long. Uh, context one or paper one, your first exam will have operations and human resources on it and paper two will have marketing and finance on it. So that's only um, four out of your six topic areas because uh, business in the real world and influences on business will be on both exam papers. Um, So when it comes to revision, really, you want to be revising all of the subject content. Obviously, you don't want to just revise things for paper one um, and then start revising for paper two afterwards because then it will be too late. So your focus for paper one should be operations, which is production, Um, and human resources, paper two, marketing and finance. And as I said, we'll go through um, each one of those uh, in a different podcast in terms of what um, the subject content is for for each one. Uh, Now, I mentioned revision there. Really important for revision um, that a few things. One, that you start your um, revision early, so quite light revision. That doesn't mean you're spending hours and hours every evening, but perhaps testing yourself every now and again on the uh, Godumo Multiple Choice app. Um, maybe answering a few exam questions so you get used to it. Obviously, we'll be doing lots of this in class. We'll be doing lots of exam practice in class, but it will help yourself uh, outside if you do it. Um, And then when you get nearer to your revision, so you probably want to start revising properly around the Easter holiday before the exam. So it should give you two or three months. Uh, The really key thing to revision is that it should be active revision and not passive revision. So what I mean by passive revision, and these are things that are proven in studies not to particularly help you, um, don't just read through your notes. Don't just highlight notes. Don't just watch um, video clips on YouTube that you think might be useful in terms of um, your business theory. Things that you should be doing are active revision. So by active revision, as I just mentioned, maybe doing some multiple choice questions, uh, doing some uh, planning of exam questions, doing exam questions in full, uh, rewriting your notes. So you might rewrite your notes so they're shorter. That's what I used to do to revise. Uh, Self-test or test other people. So you might have a list of terms, 
cover up either the term or the definition and then test yourself or test uh, your friends. But it's got to be something that's actually testing your memory as to whether you've got the answers in there. So uh, just as a recap, if you if you want to be doing well and if you want your revision to go well, it's got to be active. Multiple choice questions, maybe the Gojimo app, do some exam papers. So you might read the exam paper and plan it even if you're not going to answer it. Um, test yourself. So go through theory um, test yourself or your friends to see what you know um, and maybe rewrite and shorten your notes so things like cue cards or posters may help so there's four or five ways that uh, you should be revising that are much more useful uh, than just a sort of reading through your notes so on to the actual exam papers and what you'll need to do so you'll we've done lots and lots of exam practice and revision already um, so you will be aware of by now what you're marked on which are your AOs. So we mark our own work on it, AO1, AO2, AO3. And it's basically a third of the marks for your paper um, are covered by each AO. Uh, they're worth each about a third of your marks. So if you are not particularly good at one AO, you are cutting yourself off from a lot of marks. Uh, and not all questions, which I'll mention in a minute, not all questions will um, have marking criteria from uh, AO1, 2 and 3. So AO1 is knowledge. So AO1 is your definitions of things, it's, it's your terminology, it's demonstrating that you know about business studies. So obviously instead of saying um, you know, money, you would say revenue or profit and be able to define what that is. So your AO1 is, will be tested via the multiple choice questions at the start. Um, it'll be the definition in your longer question, uh, but it's showing that you know what the theory is um, so all of the the little recap games we might do in bingo when you define things that is helping with your AO1 AO2 which is the mark criteria that students most commonly don't do as well at that is the application to the case study so about uh, about a third of the way through the exam paper you'll encounter your first case study so that's the first case study of um, two or three you'll get in each exam paper the case study could be on real companies or it could be on made up companies it could be on uh, small new startup companies it could be on very big multinational established companies so you need to make sure that you read that case study carefully that you highlight it underline it understand it and then when you answer the questions that are based on that case study everything is applicable to that case study and to that business that they've used um, and this will have a big impact on the answers to your questions so for example if you are given a question on um, how to create a marketing campaign how to increase sales for a particular company if your case study is Apple the multinational phone company well then you could say increase uh, advertising on television in prime time because it reaches a mass market audience therefore this will increase the brand awareness even further which will increase uh, sales which will increase profit if the case study was based on a small startup uh, corner shop well they're not going to advertise on tv so theirs might be um, post flyers through nearby houses therefore increasing the awareness that the shop is open hopefully getting some new customers to try the shop um, keeping the customers to increase sales so it has a really big impact on um, what your answer is going to be and that, that goes across everything so production um, recruitment uh, the finances so it's absolutely vital that the AO2 
um, is, is applied to the businesses that are given in those case studies. So that can be um, quoting from the extract and, and base building on it. So you can't just write out a quote from the case study. You need to write out that quote and make sure you, you build on it, but more just putting it into context. So you might use examples um, of a business's particular costs that might be different for the business, uh, but it's got to be applicable to that case study. Um, examiners for a long time have used what is called the Tesco test. So in the Tesco test, if you reread your paragraph um, and let's say we've just mentioned Apple if you can replace the word um, Tesco with the company name that has been in the case study if the rest of the sentence still makes sense in terms of Tesco you haven't applied it enough so in this example you might want to explain that Apple and electronics company that they might have a younger target audience um, but as, if, as long as it's applied to that particular company and passes this Tesco test, so you can't just replace the word Tesco, it's got to be applicable to the electronics company, it's got to be applicable to uh, a bank or whatever it is um, in the case study. Um, mentioning the case studies, you should look at the questions first. So I said you've got case studies, uh, two or three case studies. Find the case studies and then you should go and look at the questions that you're going to be answering then read the case study because otherwise you don't know what you're looking for so you'll read through the case study thinking oh right I'm looking for motivational techniques you're reading through the case study thinking like okay I'm looking for things that um, should decide how I should finance my new startup business so you should go to the questions first see what you're looking for and then go through the text so then you're, you're highlighting and annotating writing next to the paragraph not every bit of the paragraph is going to apply to every question for the case study so um, there might be one paragraph at the start that relates to um, a human resources uh, recruitment aspect and then the next bit of the paragraph might be relating to a motivational aspect of the human resources so uh, go back through the case study paragraphs and make sure you're matching it to the questions and then your AO3, your final um, marking criteria is AO3. This is explanation and evaluation. So the explanation is this leads to this, leads to this, therefore. Okay, um, you're always going to have to have at least three steps of evaluation. So um, you might have, for example, if we're going back to our, our marketing question, one way that Apple could increase their sales is by having a advert a television advert on primetime television okay so that's the suggestion that's one step this would lead to greater customer awareness step two this might make the company more popular step three this will hopefully lead to more customers or sales step four which will ultimately lead to more profit if you miss out those steps any of those steps you're going to get lower marks so if you just said one way apple um, could tried to expand is by a television advert this will hopefully lead to more profit you've missed out the steps in between so it will always be the first step leads to something else leads to something else so that first step might be uh, a better reputation it might be improved customer satisfaction it might be if it's to do with human resources staff retention if it's to do with staff it might be better productivity but you have that first step and then you will always need a couple more steps so you might have um, I've got a question on motivation one way of motivating staff might be introducing a bonus scheme step one this would help motivate staff because they would have something to aim for step two if they achieve certain sales targets, step four, and then you might link it to the company as well. So you've always got to go bit by bit by bit. Um, and it's probably going to end up with 
um, ending with improved sales or profit. But you can only do that bit after you've done um, one or two first initial steps. So those explanation steps should be prevalent throughout your um, questions, anything above six marks. So I'm just going to go through in a minute the, the longer questions. Uh, you'll have six mark, nine mark and 12 mark questions, but any of those higher questions, higher mark questions, you should be using your explanation steps and you should be applying to the case study given. Uh, so how your exam paper will st be set out. Um, you would have done practice of it. I've already mentioned a couple of things. So you will start with about eight multiple choice questions. So these are just theory questions. They're testing your, uh, your AO1, your knowledge of business studies. Four multiple choice questions. Read the question carefully. Read it twice because there'll be lots of errors. Lots of their multiple choice questions might say things like which is the most suitable or uh, which of these is not an advantage, something like that. So you've got to be careful on reading it. Um, I would cross out answers that it definitely isn't because that helps. You might want to circle or underline the keywords in the question before you answer. Um, you then will have some short answer questions. So for two marks, it might say identify. If it says identify, you just say. So it might say identify two aims, expand to make profit. That's it. You don't need to explain. It says identify. It's only two marks. You then might have uh, three or four mark questions where you've got very brief explanations. So it might be um, identify and explain uh, an entrepreneurial skill. So you would say what the skill is and then say how it helps them. Um, but then when you've got six, nine and 12 mark questions, the, the exam board want particular things. So for a six mark explain question, um, really you are looking for one point which depending on the question can usually be a good or bad thing. Um, they want one point, but they want it applied, your AO2, and they want it explained, your AO3. So you've got to write enough of those steps. This leads to this leads to this. Um, and you've got to apply it to the case study to get those marks. For a nine mark question, um, you are looking for two points. Uh, so similar to a six marks, but you're looking for two points. Can be both good, can be both bad, can be one good, one bad, depending on the question. Um, but you need two points explained and applied to the case study. So you might quote, it's got to pass the Tesco test, but you've got two points there that are explained with your explanation steps, and then you will have a conclusion that will have an it depends on at the end. So you make a recommendation in your conclusion, you answer one way or the other, but then you give a, a caveat, a sort of an alternative that says, but this depends on, the success depends on something. Um, and then at the end of both papers, you will have a 12 mark question. You only have one 12 mark question per paper. It's the longest question you will get. Um, and we've done lots of practice of these, but the, they're looking for particular things. So this has got all the AO1s, uh, sorry, all the AOs, AO1s, AO3 that are tested. So at the start of a 12 mark question, you need to define the key terms in the question. So what they will normally do is they'll normally give you uh, two alternatives. So it might be which of these are is the best way to uh, expand the business or raise finance for the business and it might give you the option of sale of assets um, uh, or, a, or a bank loan so you would define bank loan and sale of assets to find the two key things they're asking you about in the question you then so in that example you would need to give in context so use the case study quote the case study get evidence supported from the case study you would say a good thing about sale of assets so a good thing of sale of assets is Okay, this is good because you will then get a downside of sale of assets. A downside of sale of assets is this is bad because all supported 
with the context, the case study, and all going through your steps of explanation. And then you would do the same thing for the second option. So you do the same thing in that example for bank loan. A good thing for a bank loan, uh, a good thing about getting a bank loan is you can pay it off over a long period of time. This would spread the company's costs therefore not impacting profit over the period of time. According to the extract, the interest rate is currently low. This is good because it means that the interest repayments won't um, impact on the business's costs that much. So you do a good and bad thing explained in context and then you conclude finally. So you come down on one side or the other. I think they should take out a bank loan because and then you need it. It depends on as well. But it depends on the level of interest rate in that example. Okay, I didn't want these to go much over 15 minutes, so that's just gone uh, over 15 minutes. Um, so that is how you answer the questions in both of your GCSE business studies papers.